All right, good to see everybody Saturday night. Hope that everybody is doing good. Only got 55 minutes of fury, so I got to jam a lot in. So let's get rocking. Wind talker tweet starting off tonight. Top Michigan Democrats go massless. This is starting off. This is the COVID hypocrisy section of the show tonight. Top Michigan Democrats go maskless for indoor wedding celebration. This is uh, the top Michigan Democrats go maskless. R. Haley Stevens, show you a minute, uh, and Attorney General Dana Nesso. Both of these are hyper, absolutely hyper COVIDologists, mask-wearing Nazis. These are the people that are after you to lock down your churches, wear masks everywhere, mask your kids, of course, vaccinate. Let's go to the first pick. There we go. This is from, this is part of the article. Good, good for Democrat Rep Haley Stevens, Haley Live, to not not require masks at her well-attended indoor wedding reception. Again, now, remember, these are people that are telling you that you have to be masked, that your kids have to be masked, and they want you to lock down your schools and lock down your churches. Why, again, are kids in school required to wear masks while all these people don't have to? Rules for thee. So here's the thing. You got the video of Haley Stevens next, right? That should be the next pink wearing, the pink glove wearing congresswoman should be next. You got it? All right, here she is on the house floor. This is Haley Stevens. This was her wedding. Yeah, put that pick up right there first. Yeah, that's probably, that's better anyway, Will. Good job. Right there. So there it is. There's her wedding. Now look at all the people behind her, all unmasked. Remember, these people are telling you that you have to be masked, that your kids have to be masked at school. But when it's their lives on the line, they suddenly don't care. You know why? Because it's never been about your health. It's been about separating you, distancing you, controlling you, and marking you. How do I know this? Because Haley Stevens is at her wedding, arm in arm with Dana Nessel, hundreds of unmasked people behind her. But here she is when she's on the congressional floor. Play it for me. I, re- I request 30 more seconds because I rise before you adorning the these gentleman from Maryland is for, recognized. Not for personal tension, not for I, personal tension, but to I, encourage I, you to take gentlemen, this to the legal Stevens, I rise Stevens. for every American who is scared right now to the families. The gentlelady will suspend. The gentleman from Maryland is recognized. The, the gentlelady is out of order. I yield the gentlelady 30 additional seconds. The gentlewoman is recognized for an additional 30 seconds. Cause of the servitude, sharing in the profession with those who have not come before you. Similar times of trying medical need, wars and flus pass. You will see darkness, you will be pushed, and our society needs you to stand together at this time. Our country loves you. To our doctors and our nurses, I wear these ladies. The gentlelady's time has expired. The gentleman from Maryland is is reserves. The gentleman from Texas. So there we go. See how fervent she is when she's actually trying to legislate to you. But when it comes down to her own personal life, I mean, everybody saw the fervency, right? The zeal. She wants everybody gloved and she wants everybody masked. But at her own wedding with hundreds of people, and by the way, it took place in a very specific COVID hot zone. Where the CDC is currently recommending that everybody be social distanced and everybody be masked. Here they are, the Attorney General, COVID Nazi Dana Nessel, and then you've got Haley Stevens, another congressional COVID Nazi. When it's on their own personal time, suddenly they're not scared of COVID. They want you to be scared of COVID so they can control you. 
That's their sole motivation. It's never been about your health. And let me just launch this to get this in everybody's mind tonight. It all starts with the church. Judgment begins, 1 Peter 4, 17. Judgment begins with the house of God. This was never about, it was never about your health. It was never about saving lives and loving thy neighbor. It was about separating you, controlling you, and ushering in the mark of the beast and the new world order. That's what it's been about from day one, COVID caving pastors and COVID caving Christians. That's what it's been about from day one. These are the people that are telling you these COVID rules. These are the people that are instituting these COVID mitigations. They don't follow them themselves. Here's another one, Rashida Tlaib, just to bring this one back. Go ahead. They mute that and put it side by side. Aaron, thank you, brother. So here you go. Here she is. Now, this is also taking place in another COVID hot zone. She is a mega mask wearer. Mega, she's somebody who absolutely tries to institutionalize mask wearing. I mean, mask mandates was in favor of a national mask mandate coming from the White House. But again, in her own personal life, absolutely no problem whatsoever. And then the church does what people like her tell you to do. It's never, it's never been about saving lives because you don't need to worry about saving lives from a virus with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate. And by the way, that has just come out again from the University of Stanford, that bastion of right-wing conservatism, right? The Ionitis Acts 4 study has come out and revealed exactly what I've been telling you guys for months from ages zero to 50. COVID is 99.98 survivable or better post-infection. And everybody 70 and above, it's still 95.95% survival. And from 50 to 70, the survival rate is 99.7%. So what? how are you saving lives by wearing masks and locking down your churches and your businesses? You're not, especially when the hypocrites are the ones that remember that's who Jesus, the only ones that Jesus really despised. The ones who got the whip from Jesus in John chapter two, verse 15, were not the woeful reprobate sinners. They were the hypocrites, the money changers who were not practicing that which they preached. But there's always some sort of worthless excuse. And this excuse was post-Obama having 500 guests out on Martha's Vineyard for his 60th birthday. Here's how, here's how the left-wing media and left-wing punditry excused that debacle. Play it for me. Uh, other people said, you know, this is really being overblown. They're following all the safety precautions. People are going to sporting events that are bigger than this. This is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. And, right, back and to me. Oh, so if you're sophisticated, you're, if you're sophisticated, you're safe from COVID, right? And how does she know that of the 500 guests at Barack Obama's 60th birthday were actually vaccinated? But, you know, it doesn't really matter whether they're masked or whether they're vaccinated. We have the video. None of them were social distancing as long as they were sophisticated. And then right now, there's currently, at this very moment, there are, there are you know, big name Christian leaders that are advocating for these people's vaccines. 
You, you, you might as well check yourself into an insane asylum if you take that toxic vaccine. I don't care whether it's Pfizer. I don't care whether it's AstraZeneca or Moderna or any of the rest of them. You've lost your mind if you take that. And remember who's pushing those out are the very same people that are pushing masks and not wearing them themselves, just like I'm showing you. Here's another example. Remember, this is the COVID hypocrisy section of the show tonight. This is Arthur, Arthur Schwartz uh, uh, tweet. This you, Aaron, and he's speaking of Aaron Rupar. Can you put that Aaron Rupar's tweet up? There you go. So here it is. I, this is what Aaron Rupar puts out. Now, just to give you some background on him, he's a heavy-duty covetologist. He's Mr. You must wear a mask. You must social distance. Everybody needs to be vaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? This is what he says here. Notice the date on the bottom. Not ideal during a worsening pa pandemic, right? So here he is preaching about the pandemic. And now next, put the next one up for me. There you go. Now he puts this. This is his latest one. Huge pop for CM Punk, Punk in Chicago. And just play the video uh, muted next to me. Just mute it. There you go. This is what he's in favor of now. So when it doesn't suit his narrative, he's against it. When it suits his narrative, he's for it. He's against some sort of giant crowd, I guess, in a football game, but is absolutely fine with a giant indoor crowd. Remember, the other one was an outdoor crowd, but an indoor crowd, he's completely and totally against. So where is the science that these people are following? I would love somebody to name that for me. Here's another hypocrite for you. This is Rex Chapman. He's a, he's a former NBA and college star basketball player. He likes to do a lot of political punditry, especially, especially about COVID. So he, he's Mr. You better get Vax, you better mask, you better lock down. Here he is, Go Sons. I'm assuming that's with his daughter there. That's a, that's in July 8th of this year. Notice notice the non-masked, non-social distance crowd that he's in, right? So he's Go Sons there. Go to the next one. And here he is, I believe this is from uh, yesterday. Oh my blank, the COVID bowl. Look at this. This is at a Virginia Tech game. Suddenly now, it's absolutely fine for him to be in an indoor mass spreader event. But now this suddenly because America appears to be opening up. That's not good because now if it was him going to the game, it would be absolutely fine. But because other people are going and it somehow triggers some sort of uh, leftist punditry mode in him. Suddenly this is the COVID bowl. How is that any different? from the very event that he was in himself, except one is outdoor and one is indoor, and the indoor is allegedly far more dangerous. Do you see it now? Why would you ever take a vaccine pushed by Rex Chapman? Why would you ever take a vaccine pushed by Rashida Tlaib or Dana Nessel? Why would you ever take a vaccine pushed by Joe Biden? Because I could spend the rest of the night showing hypocritical videos of Joe Biden unmasked in super spreader situations. Why would you ever do it? I will never understand it. And it the same goes for all the, the big name, whether they're uh, Christian pastors or leaders or big name politicians that always start off by saying, you know, I've been vaxxed myself. You followed these people? You followed Rashida Tlaib? You followed Haley Stevens' advice, Fauci's advice? All right, Jordan Chamberlain tweet. Really normal stuff going here. Let's just run through the pictures. Do the first one first. Go ahead, hit it. First one, there you go. 13-year-old boy broke wrist. These are all, remember what the title is. Really normal stuff going on here from Jordan Chamberlain. A 13-year-old boy broke his wrist skateboarding, but a clinic refused 
to see him because he wasn't vaccinated. Boy, third turn turned away from British Columbia walk-in clinic because he isn't vaccinated. That's from Anthony Fury. Go to the next one. Kyle Griffin, a judge asked a mother, and this has been rectified, but why was it rectified? Because the judge, and, and a judge should never, ever have his decisions swayed or dissuade via public opinion or public outcry, right? That's the, that's the reason why we have what we have with the George Floyd situation. Derek Chauvin received a 22-year sentence when the judge is mandated by state law, when, well, state, state, state predicate to, for, to, for 12 years instead of 22 years. This is why judges should never be swayed or dissuaded by public outcry, public opinion, or, or protests or anything else, or by the media. But this judge was. He ended up having to reverse this like two days later. But a judge asked the mother if she got the corona vaccine. She said no, and he revoked the custody of her son. So she went weeks without being able to see her son because she wasn't vaccinated. And because of public pressure, I believe this was in Chicago, of course, under Lori Lightfoot and J.B. Pritzker, the governor, so they can do whatever they want because they're under a COVID police state. So anyway, so she went weeks without being able to see her son. And then the judge had to turn it around because the public outcry. Go to the next one. Here you go. This is interesting. Now Australia's home quarantine app. (laughs) Again, I just want to say this. Where are all the pastors now repenting? The ones who remember, I, I used to watch their little soft pedaled arc statements made on Facebook, doing Facebook lives. You know, this isn't our time and this isn't our fight. We need to trust the experts. We need to be a community partner and a good neighbor to everyone. You know, we're told by Jesus in, in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, to love thy neighbor as thyself. We're staying home and we're locking down our church. Of course, I'm still getting paid as the COVID caving pastor that I am. And everybody else in my church is losing their jobs. But it doesn't matter because I've received millions of dollars of PPP money. Where where are all those pastors now, I'm wondering, that now we are staring at Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, in the face that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Where Where are they? The next verse says, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. Why are you not calculating, and where is your wisdom, pastors and Christian leaders? Why is it that nobody outside of Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Rodney Howard Brown, Arthur Pulaski, myself, uh, Greg Locke, a few other people are preaching about the mark of the beast? Where are you? See, it, it goes, CCC works every single time. COVID, caving clergy, COVID, caving coward. You're, you refuse to repent because it'll make you look stupid. Just go ahead and accept it. You already look stupid. But you, you, will, you refuse to accept that you are wrong and preach what needs to be preached because what you ushered in, you ushered in where we're at right now by closing your churches. And I'm talking about worldwide, not just the American evangelical movement. I'm talking about worldwide. You never should have closed down. You never should have locked down. You should have studied to show yourself approved. And yes, now you look foolish for wasting your ministry over the last 18 months. 
But what you could do if my people who are called by my name should humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Second Chronicles 7, 14. You could be doing that right now and start preaching about this. I mean, look at this headline from Daily Caller. Australia's home quarantine app uses facial recognition. Does that not sound like that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead? Well, nobody's getting a mark yet, Tom. Well, it only took us 18 months to get to where we are right now where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport or skids grease for the mark of the beast. Australia's home quarantine app uses facial recognition technology to make sure you haven't left your house. Great job, COVID caving church in Australia. Where's Hillsong Church? Just curious. Where you at? Oh, this is just, yo, oh, I'm sorry. You know, this, this would offend people. So you can't preach it, right? For the word of God is quick, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You are to preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. 2 Timothy 4.2, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You should be preaching Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Calling, calling your people to repentance. Yes, I'm speaking to Australia, but yes, I'm speaking to the United States and worldwide. Who's ever watching? Pastors, if you can't, if you got to go underground, then you go underground. But whatever it takes, you need to preach the word now, instantly, in season. It is time in Jesus' name. Look at what we're facing. This is, a, again, put that up there, Will, thank you. This is what was written out. This is a description of what was written out to the citizens in Australia. Interstate travel within Australia is also severely restricted. Remember those COVID caving ark church pastors? This isn't our time. This isn't our fight. We need to trust Anthony Fauci and the experts. They're trying to help us. They're trying to save our lives. Forget about the, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, the people that are trying to put us under a new world order. That will never happen. Don't listen to the maniacs like Tom Lipley. Don't listen to the maniacs like Rodney Howard Brown and Jonathan Shuttlesworth and Arthur Pulaski and Greg Locke and people like that. Don't listen to those maniacs, right? Well, look where we are now. Deny the truth. Go ahead. Deny the truth. Any of you hyper, hyper grace, hyper love Christians that never want to offend anybody, deny where we're at right now with the Bible, not with your feelings, not with your intuitions, not with your past experiences, deny where we're at right now with the Bible. Interstate travel within Australia is also severely restricted, and the government of South Australia, one of the country's six states, developed and is now testing an app as Orwellian as any in the free world to enforce its quarantine rules. People in South Australia will be forced to download an app, forced to download an app, forced to download an app. Don't worry, though. That sounds nothing like that he causes all, both rich and great, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Doesn't sound anything like that, does it? Forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. Oh, yeah, they can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. This sounds familiar, doesn't it? You're awesome, Aaron. Love you. The state will text them at random times, and thereafter, they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face. <laughs> this isn't our time. Uh, this isn't our fight. You know what? Yeah, there's a local church here. Uh, we have some COVID cases in our church, and we're, we're tracking them right now. Is that you? 
Are you monitoring COVID cases in your church? Do you have a masked section? Are you monitoring? Are you requiring people to be vaccinated to come into your church services, which is beginning to spread like wildfire throughout the United States and Canada? There's actually, Rodney Howard Brown told me this last night. He said there's actually pastors in Canada that are petitioning the government to mandate that you can't go into churches without a vaccination. Woo! That's great. You know what that comes from? For the, time will, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. 2 Timothy 4, 3 and 4. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Matthew 24, chapter, uh, Matthew 24, 10 through 13, Jesus speaking. That's what's going on. When you have pastors in Canada petitioning the government to make vaccinations mandated in order for you to attend your church. Oh, it's not your fault. But and, and American pastors are just oh, reopening their churches and pretending like they never locked down. Not good enough. Jesus' style out of Matthew four seventeen is for you to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Not pretend that what you did never happened. Have fifteen minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where they're supposed to be. Where you're supposed, to, I can't. I mean, you know, I may spend the rest of the night on this. I may never get off this letter. I may, I may stay here all night because I got two services tomorrow morning right here, Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. Look it up, see how far we are away, and be here tomorrow morning at nine a.m. or eleven fifteen a.m. I may just stay here all night and just keep preaching on this one little letter. Where you're supposed to be in a democratic republic. This is Australia. This is where you're supposed to be, huh? Should they fail, the local police department will be sent to follow up in person. Oh, this is great, great job. Where, where's the Australian church? Where's all the repent? Where, where is all the repentance in the American church that has ushered this in? Oh, it's not our fault. Yes, it was. You complied. You got on your knees. You grabbed your ankles. You did it. You locked your churches down. There's places in America where churches are still locked down. You caused this. You ushered in the spirit of the Antichrist. And look what's happening now. We don't tell them how often or when on a random basis. They have to reply within 15 minutes. Premier Stephen Marshall explained. I think every South Australian should feel pretty proud that we are the national pilot for a home-based quarantine app. Don't worry, that technology could never be transferred into a quantum dot tattoo on your forehead or on your right hand. Here's another example of what's happening in Australia. Right here, play it for me. I've just been pulled over by the cops, probably because I'm outside of my 5Ks, but um, we'll see what happens. So I just thought I'd put the live stream on just in case. I don't know why I just took my seatbelt off. That was stupid. Hello, Monica. Hi. How are you doing? Good, you. We're just from the Springvale Police. John? Sure. Uh, at the moment, we need to have a chat to you about um, a matter of incitement, so I need to place you under arrest for that, okay? Pardon? At the moment, you're under arrest for incitement. Have you guys been following me? You do not have to say I do anything, but anything you say to you may report and give evidence. Do you understand that? Do you understand that, Monica? No comment. 
Okay. Please share this video as much as possible. Oh. Monica Smith has just been arrested for Can incitement. Can for me, please? And the fine, we're sending that car off. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. I never thought that I would see a day when people in a democratic republic would be in, would be arrested for a crime called incitement. You want to see what she did wrong? Play it for me. So just move back a little bit. Everyone just start spacing back. Take a few steps back. Here she is, Do what you want. All right, back to me. So her, her crime was, and I'm not saying this is a specific event, but this is what she does all the time. I'm not saying that specific event is what she was arrested for, but that's what she does all the time. Her name is Monica Smith. She was arrested for incitement. She just told people, do what you want. Oh, how dare you? How dare you do that in a democracy? How dare you tell people to do whatever they want? And she gets arrested. I mean, if this doesn't rivet your soul, you're dead on the inside. You're probably already a COVID robot. If this doesn't rip your soul, if you're a born again believer claiming to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you are not under the realm of the Lordship of the Holy Spirit. If videos like that do not rivet your soul. All right, let's go altruistic capitalist. No, you got Don Walton's next. Did I get it wrong? Well, we did that one. Oh yeah, you got, that's the one. Sorry. All right, Don Walt tweet. It's often helpful. To step back and look at the big picture. Can you see how COVID-2 uh, COVID infections have caused major spikes in overall hospital uh, occupancy? Neither can I. You think a once-in-a-century pandemic, a once-in-a-century pandemic would have a bigger impact than this one seems to have. Now, look at these lines right here. You need to see, I get it now. You can see it probably on the picture. Staffed inpatient beds is the top line. Inpatients are the middle line. And COVID's the bottom line. Now, how you have to look at this graph is this. The spikes that you see in COVID should cause big spikes in those upper two lines. Do you see that happening at all? It's not happening. So that you see a big giant spike right there, January 20th, 22. What did it do to the hospitalization rate? Absolutely nothing. Remember what they're telling you all the time. The sky is falling. All the hospitals are full. Not around here, by the way. Not Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Not Inglewood Hospital. Not Venice Hospital. The three that I live at right here in the hotbed of Florida. When they're not full at all. There's no COVID patients in the emergency rooms. Nothing. So you see right here, see the graphs are telling the truth. Not Democratic politicians and the COVID knee-bending Republican politicians that are always saying that all the hospitals are full. The graphs would show whether or not they are full. You see a giant COVID spike? It should be causing the, sp the inpatient bed spike and a, and a staffed, in uh, and an, uh, staffed inpatient bed spike. It should be shown that hospitalizations should spike greatly when COVID cases spike greatly, but it's not happening. Go to the next one for me, Ben M. This is the same in Germany. Bottom is COVID. Top is hospitalization. See the giant spikes in COVID? Do they cause a giant spike in hospitalizations? Absolutely not. Believe the graphs. Not all the Democratic politicians out there with evil motives of control separate and marking you. Look at the graphs. The sky is falling. We're being overrun. We're being overrun. Where? Where? Let's look at the next one. This is, under, this is a no problem tweet. They pulled the biggest media hysteria scam in history. That's the truth. Same with Texas. Now we're looking at Texas hospitals. I would say majority are simply screening SARS-CoV-2 positives. Top blue line steady no matter virus incident. What drives me crazy is why aren't anti-lockdown governors screaming off the roofs? Put the graph up for me. There you go. Now, bottom line is COVID. 
Top line is hospitalizations in the second largest state. 30 million people live in Texas. And you'll hear people say the same thing, same things about Texas that they say about Florida. The sky is falling. They have cases through the roof. Their hospitals are full. That's not what it's showing here. Look at the last little blip. It's right over September. Where's the big surge in the hospitals? There is none. Look at the big giant uh, spike in, in, in December of, of 2020 and January of 2021, February. Look, did it have any effect on the hospitals? No. But all the time, all, all the headlines, CNN, MSNBC, the, the Lincoln Project, Rick Wilson and all the leftist pundits. Oh, the sky is falling. We're being overrun. That's not what the stats say. These are these are not politically motivated stats. These are simple stats. This is exactly what's happening. This is the truth. All right, let's go to the next thing. Don Wolf. See the graph of COVID-19 case rate is orange. Daily test volume blue. Do we test more because cases are increasing or do we or do cases increase because we test more? Which one is is the dependent variable? Let's look at this now. You got the COVID cases in the orange, you got the testing in the blue. Isn't it strange that it all it seems to correlate that every time there's a spike in cases, there has been a spike in tests. Isn't that odd? Isn't it really, really strange that every time there's a spike in cases, there's a spike in testing? Could it be that the spike in cases is because there's more testing? Call me crazy. I think that's the case, though, right? right, Let's go to the next one. Justin Hart. Drug overdoses. By year, I'm going graph crazy tonight. I hope you like them. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Drug drug overdoses by year. And you look at all the years here, 2017 to 2021. What have we done? Lockdowns kill. Put it on the big screen so everybody can see it. There you go. Now, here's the drug overdose. You see 2021. Uh, whoops. How about 2020? Uh, whoops. And look at 2021 and 2020 in comparison to 1918 and 17. Hmm. What do 2020 and 2021, hard to say those two things in a row. What do they have in common? Government mandated masking, locking down and separating mass unemployment lockdowns as Justin Hart said, kill. But that's what they do. That's always the government response. Remember the worldwide response to COVID is already, uh, this is according to the alt-right World Health Organization in the United Nations has already killed the COVID response worldwide has killed 300 million people in third world nations because when the first world shut down, the third world doesn't eat. Oh, but it's all about love, right? COVID caving Christian. Remember when you when you sat in your house and you baked cookies under quarantine day seven? Well, there's lots, there's now 300 million people dead. But you don't worry, you're a real loving Christian, Right? 300 million people, primarily children, are now dead. That's not from a right-wing organization. That's from the United States, the United Nations and the World Health Organization. World Health Organization. That's where those stats come from. So allegedly, three to four million people have died of COVID, and the response to trying to save those three to four million has killed 300 million. That's a good, you know, it's funny how Bill Gates is, just like China, everything always seems to benefit China. Everything always seems to benefit Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, does it not? Bill Gates, who wanted to lower the Earth's population via vaccines. Well, it worked out awfully well for him. He didn't even have to use vaccines. He just simply used lockdowns and quarantines. 
All right, next one, no surrender video. This is, uh, I want you to, uh, this is Thomas Renz speaking to Jim Jackson right here on how, how COVID patients are being treated. Play for me. Hospital administrator do that. Why are they doing this? Because he's a corrupt crook and belongs in jail for murder. Let me tell you what's happening all over the country. Every day I get call after call after call. My mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, they're in the hospital. They won't do anything. All they want to do is give them remdesivir and put them on a ventilator. Well, let me tell you what that does. That kills them. Don't do it. Say no. You ultimately control the treatment. Do not let them murder your family. These hospitals have been bought and sold. Let me tell you what's happened. Not the doctors. Most of the local doctors and the lower level doctors, they don't even know. They're just following guidelines. Let me tell you how this works. The hospital, what the malpractice is based on what would another doctor in a similar situation do, right? So what the hospitals have done is we had Obamacare. There's no more independent doctors. This was one of the main and most insidious things behind Obamacare is it consolidated all the doctors under these huge hospital systems. That's why the independent doctors are all right now speaking out, but there's only a small number of them because there aren't many independent doctors anymore. These, doc these hospital systems then get a board of executive doctors. They're not real doctors anymore. They're there to figure out what makes the hospital most money and what complies best with the regulations and insurance companies. They start out from there. And then after that, they think, yeah, well, which of these options that make us the most money is gonna help take care of the patient? They, they create these protocols and all the doctors in the hospital system have to follow it. If they don't follow it, they get threatened with their job, they get fired, they get blackballed, and they're in big trouble. So you either give up your family's livelihood or you fight, or you uh, go along with killing people. See, there's a general argument that needs to be made, and that was Thomas Rents, by the way, who's also filed a federal lawsuit alleging that there's been another 45,000 COVID-19 vaccination deaths caused by the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccinations, 45,000 that have not been re reported through the through the various report yet. The vaccine adverse re effects report coming out of the CDC. Right now, it's etching up close to 13,100 COVID uh, vaccine deaths on the various report. Yeah, that's only one vein. There's, there's 11 veins that feed that report. Thomas Rents is alleging that one other vein out of the 11, there's 45,000 additional vaccine deaths. He's It's a federal lawsuit. He's got a whistleblower and a signed affidavit. We'll see how that goes. But it is a fight. You can pull it up. Thomas Rents, federal lawsuit on vaccine deaths. Pull, look it up. But what he's talking about tonight is actually the... The tendency, well, it's not even a tendency. It's really, a, it's just an absolute plan where all, all other alternatives, except for Anthony Fauci's alternative, which is remdesivir and a ventilator, it are all pushed to the side, are all, are all just absolutely ignored or made fun of or, or sabotaged, whatever, whatever verbiage is appropriate. Let, you know whether it's ivermectin, whether it's hydroxychloroquine, whether it's zinc or anything else, any other uh, therapeutic. Now, Regeneron monoclonal uh, therapies are all now being are being cast down or being said they don't work or not available. Ivermectin now habitually being attacked and attacked and attacked by the media, just like hydroxychloroquine has been attacked over and over again. What they want is for people to go in the hospital, be diagnosed with COVID nineteen, whether or not they're whether the you know we know PCR tests are not accurate, but they'll be diagnosed, put on remdesivir, put on a ventilator, and dead, and the hospital receives tons and tons of money for that. 
That's that. That's really what's happening right now. And what he said is, of course, it had to be Barack Obama, another Democrat, another socialist that destroyed our medical system by putting together Obamacare, which heaps together these giant medical conglomerates where a doctor cannot think individually. They just call up the conglomerate and say, hey, what's the treatment here for COVID-19? We got a, we got a positive PCR test, remdesivir, organ failure, ventilator. That's what they do every single time. Let's go to the next one, Jim Jackson tweet. So now the government is getting involved, restricting monoclonal activity. That's Regeneron at antibody distribution. Before I could just order as much as we needed, and this is a doctor talking, and they shipped it next day. Air. Now a government commission will decide when, if, and how much I will be able to get for my patients. So you know, ivermectin's not allowed because it's not remdesivir, ventilator, dead, or vaccine. And, and by the way, since va vaccinated people are filling up hospitals, now it's going to be the vaccinated, remdesivir, ventilator, dead. That's the plan. So here's this thread. I actually, this is the this was the full thread. He said, "This is the this is Jim Jackson, the doctor talking." Should you have any questions regarding this update and ordering distribution procedures, please email Federal COVID nineteen Response Team. So he what he was is he was actually in direct communication with the ivermectin producers, and they, and their response to him was, "Please email the Federal COVID nineteen Response Team." He's trying to get ivermectin. Which, by the way, just to, this is a side note. You probably have already heard this. But what is required of every Afghan refugee scooped up at the Kabul airport over the last two weeks? Immediately, they're, they're put on ivermectin. But you're not allowed to have it. Strange, isn't it? You, you, you think this isn't about your health. You, you think there's some sort of weird conspiracy here, right? That nothing is good except for their vaccine. No, there's no therapeutics allowed, only their vaccine. And, and, and it's funny how their vaccine works because if you, if you don't take it, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. So they can control you that way. But if you take ivermectin, you take monoclonal therapies, Regeneron or hydroxychloroquine, they don't have any control over you. You have to go their way. That's it. You will go their way. That way they can cordon you through like cattle, through their little funnels. They, you will not go anywhere unless they know it. That's why all of these treatments are being suppressed. Hydroxychloroquine, no. Ivermectin used to be readily available to the doctor. Now nothing. He writes, he continues on. The more I read this, the more it seems to me that they are stepping in to punish areas with low vaccination rates. Oh, you know what? You're not going to take our vaccination? Then no ivermectin for you. See it? I've already, I've already read you this from Daniel Horowitz. He went to try to get monoclonal treatment for a friend of his for with COVID-19, with a severe COVID-19 infection in LA. Not available, but it's available in Florida under a Republican governor. But Gavin Newsom won't make it available in California because it's vax or nothing. Because if you vax, we can control you. You get your vaccine passport. You get you, it's eventually going to be a QR code on your phone or a QR code on your forehead. He writes on, as you are likely aware, the recent increase in the prevalence of the Delta variant of COVID-19 has caused a, caused a substantial surge in the utilization of monoclonal act, uh, antibody drugs, particularly in the area of the country with low vaccination rates. 
It is our goal to ensure continued availability of these drugs for current and future patients. This is what this is what the company that develops ivermectin now being suppressed by the federal government. As such, we are immediately implementing the following changes to help promote optimal equitable use of available supply of monoclonal antibodies. So they used to, he used to be able to get all that he wanted overnight. And now he's got to go to the COVID, the federal COVID-19 response team to get ivermectin. It's vax, remdesivir, and death. That's what they want. If you get the vax, they can control you. Because the whole thing is, if it's vax only, you can't get allegedly in their mind, you can't get well or stay well without the vax, even though they don't believe that. They can control you then because they you don't you can't get on a plane without your vaccine passport, without your without your proof of vaccination. It's a way to control. But ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, you get well on your own, no control. But the, getting well on your own and not being controlled. Sounds like a democratic republic. But don't worry, COVID-caving pastors and COVID-caving clergy and COVID-caving conservatives. It's, it's all about your health. All right, Daniel Horowitz tweet. Anyone blocking ivermectin, which has now been proven to be very effective. Don't listen to all the stories of the clinics are filling up with the people who are taking too much ivermectin. Look, ask them for the pictures. Ask them for the videos is engaging in genocide. And yes, that includes people who are already vaccinated too, who are getting seriously ill. Exactly right. Let's go to the next one, Colonel Rob Manis. Joe Rogan tests negative for coronavirus two days after revealing he had it. Weird how he used some medicine that the official narrative said doesn't work. So he has he has COVID-19 for two days. He gets tested, he's infected, he takes ivermectin, two days later he's done. And this is what they're trying to keep out of your hands, but it's all about your health, right? Iver, don't worry. Ivermectin only won a Nobel Peace Prize for its effectiveness, not on horses, idiots, on human beings. That's what the left is pushing, that people are taking a horse parasite drug. Yes, it's effective there. You know what? It's called cross-label usage. Do some research for once. All right, Chris Held, MD tweet. So how is that impatient? <laughs> See, now notice, notice that little acronym behind her name, MD. So how is that inpatient remdesivir ventilator organ failure dialysis protocol uh, panning out? Show us the data. Yeah, I'd like to see the remdesivir data. Anybody seen it? You know, they talk about hydroxychloroquine. They talk about ivermectin. They talk about Regeneron. Where, where's, the, where's the remdesivir data? Remdesivir is a useless drug that costs $3,500 a dose and hydroxychloroquine costs 50 cents a dose. Whoops. Let's go to the next one. Thomas Paine tweet. In case you missed it, Amherst College orders vaccinated students to be double masked indoors. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, you know what? We're at that. But, you know, I guess, the, I guess now the school season has started. Here we are, 18 months into 15 days to flatten the curve, and you got to be vaccinated and double-masked at, at Amherst College, which, by the way, is a, is a leftist, a hyper-leftist institution. But once again, for the conservatives out there that are vaccinated, thinking about being vaccinated or wearing masks around, these are the people giving you your marching orders. Please understand that. You might as well just go ahead and go to Joe Biden, which, by the way, Joe Biden, he excuses everything. But it's all about your health. They excuse everything with COVID. They excuse taking tyrannical action with COVID. They say they blame it on COVID to take tyrannical action using the excuse of COVID-19. 
And any failure that they experience is also COVID-19's fault. So what happened here? Joe Biden had a jobs report. There was supposed to be, I want you to see just the cataclysmic failure of this. There was supposed to be 700,000 new jobs in the month of August. Turned out to be about 200,000, so he fell 500,000 short. What's he blaming on? Play it for me. There's no question the Delta variant is why today's job report isn't stronger. I know people That's were good looking- enough. I just wanted to just hear it. So Delta variant is the reason why there's no jobs. And by the way, there's 10 million jobs available, but nobody will take it because Joe Biden keeps sending everybody $600 a week checks. Uh, let's switch to vaccinations for a couple minutes. This is a Trisha Flanagan tweet. Medical director. Now, remember now, Joe Biden says, and they have to read their gaslit Goebbels propaganda everywhere they go. And that is that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, even though the vaccinated carry around 250 times the viral load of the, than the unvaccinated. Allegedly, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. How is it that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated when the vaccinated carry around a viral load 250 times that which of the unvaccinated? How is it possible? It's not. How does it make any sense? It doesn't. If anybody would take 10 minutes of time, they'd stop preaching that gospel, but they don't take 10 minutes of time and actually study. Look at this. Medical director of Herzog Hospital in Jerusalem confirms that the majority of COVID patients in Israel hospital are fully vaccinated, including those with severe disease. Go to the next one. Let me read you this. Just leave that up. That's good. Here's, here's, this doesn't have anything to do with this chart. Man, just come back to me. I, I, I jumped the gun a little bit. Here's the, here's the deal with that, with the past one from Trisha Flanagan. Here's the stats coming out of that article. 95, this is in Israel, 95% of severe COVID-19 patients, 95% are fully vaxxed. When, Tom, when is this sort, sort of data going to come out in the United States? Well, their health reporting system is far more honest than ours, and so is Great Britain's, but it will come out. Because people are going to start complaining. Right now, the CDC is suppressing it, but it's going to come out. We're going to have the exact same stats. In Israel, 95% of severe hospitalized COVID patients are fully double vaxxed. 85 to 90% of the hospitalizations in total not just severe, in total are fully back. 90% of their hospitalized cases of COVID-19 in Israel are fully vaxxed, double jabbed people. All right, now we go to the next one, guys. Triple vaxxed Israel, largest COVID hotspot on earth. Put up the graph for me so everyone can see it. There you go. There it is. Number one, Israel. They are the number one vax state on the planet, and they have more cases per capita than anybody on the planet. And here's the next, go to the next one for me. And in case you're wondering about number two, Mongolia, here it is. In case you're curious, number two prize goes to the very uh, fortunate citizens of Mongolia. How Mongolia's vaccination drive surged ahead of West despite remote population. So they have almost the exact same demographic for that. No, I don't. So here's the thing. Mongolia has about the same vaccination rate as Israel, and they're a mega hotspot too. There they are, right there. Megavax Mongolia, right there. And it, so, how are those vaccinations working for you? And then it, you see data like this, and then you hear po- politicians say their number one goal in, in, in their life is to get as many people vaccinated as they possibly can. Why? If 85 to 90% 
of Israel's COVID patients are fully back, double jabbed, Pfizer vaccinated, Moderna vaccinated, mRNA vaccinated, then why would your number one political goal be to get everybody vaccinated when it does absolutely nothing? We know that it doesn't stop the transmission, and now we're seeing that it doesn't it doesn't stop severe severe illness. And I will bet you what we're going to be finding out next is what everybody can guess that it's not stopping deaths either. It will come out. It will come out. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, Doctor Simone Gold. Positive COVID-19 cases in Israel have climbed almost equally between vaccinated and unvaccinated. The CDC, Fauci, and FDA all insist the COVID shots are effective. How, again, what did I say early in the show? Simply look at the graphs. Look at the graphs. Are they effective? Put up the graph for me. There you go. Case rates in Israel have recently climbed. Look at it now. Look at this. Have recently climbed almost as quickly among people with two doses as among the unvaccinated. So what's the point? What's the point? The red line is the vaccinated. The yellow line is the unvaccinated. What's the point? You know why that is? Because vaccinations cannot stop an ever mutating virus and vaccinations cause Viruses to mutate as they respond to the vaccination to survive. So the more you vaccinate against a respiratory virus, the more mutations you will have, i.e. Delta mutation, right? Let's go to the next one, M MTD News. Sweden became the second European Union country to ban Israel. <laughs> the most vaccinated, what's Israel's vaccination rate? They're vaccinated somewhere between 70 to 90% of their population is fully vaccinated in Israel. And now they're banned from traveling to Sweden. And Joe Biden wants you to get vaccinated. Why? Well, because this, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And, and if you get vaccinated, it will keep you from spreading it. That doesn't work. It'll keep you from getting sick. That doesn't work. It'll keep you from getting uh, hospitalized. That doesn't work. So why is, what's the point of getting vaccinated? None. Sweden became the second European Union country to ban Israel residents from entry due to the rise of COVID-19 cases in Israel, despite the country being one of the most vaccinated countries in the world. And by the way, what does Sweden have? Sweden's had basically zero COVID deaths for the last month. How, how many people have been vaccinated in the nation of Sweden? 35%. 35%. The, the Delta variant doesn't even, doesn't even exist anymore in India, which it, Delta variant is the Indian variant, and only 7% of their population is vaccinated. Nobody is dying of COVID-19 in Afghanistan. They have 30 million residents. They've had 7,000 COVID deaths. 30 million people live there. 7,000 COVID deaths. How, mu how much of their population is vaccinated in Afghanistan? Uh, 2%. But here's the answer, though, right? Here's the answer from, us, from the Australian health minister. Play it for me. Countries like Israel see their cases surge despite high vaccination rates. How important are boosters to maintaining this no lockdown plan, and how soon we need to get them so that we can maintain these freedoms we're being promised? We need to get used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for the future. Um, I can't see that COVID is not going to be with us forever. Um, maybe in the future we can have even better vaccines and coverage across the world to achieve that. I mean, it's 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 not our fight. It's not our time. Do what the experts say. All the pastors said in America, of which 
the same as the survival rate of COVID-19, close their churches. It's not our fight. Oh, you're going to need to get used to vaccinations for the future, is what she said. For what? What am I getting boosted from? 85 to 95% in Israel, their COVID cases, the COVID cases inside the hospital, including severe cases, are all fully vaccinated people. Why, why am I getting vaccinated for? But the answer is to vaccinate. It may, Tom, that, that makes no sense. It's never made sense. It's never made sense to lock down or wear a mask for a 99.9% survival virus ever. And don't tell me about the elderly and everybody else. The elderly survival rate for COVID-19, even with comorbidities, is 90 plus percent and really 95% or above. And you know what? If you don't want to be exposed, then don't go outside if that's with you. But you know what? The greatest place to catch COVID, 76% of COVID cases are caught in one's own home. And then you send all the elderly to go and be, isolate themselves in their own home. That's brilliant. It's funny, it's funny how it always works for death, doesn't it? When you're dealing with the Democratic Party and the left, of which many, many evangelical Christians are taking their market marching orders, who's telling you to mask? The left. Who's telling you to vaccinate? The left, the same ones that kill 2 million babies a year uh, uh, for abortions and, and abortions in the United States, 60 million worldwide. And these are the people you take your marching orders from. It's funny how everything they say ends up with more death. Everything they implement, everything they espouse means more people are dead. The worldwide response to COVID-19 has caused 300 million people to starve to death. It's funny how it always works out that way, isn't it? Where more people die whenever you do what the left tells you to do. Sydney Watson tweet, Australian government letter tries to argue that the digital vaccine certificate is not a passport, but a formal reward of your vaccination. What am I even reading? You got a pick of the letter. Did I give you that or no? Okay. Gosh, dog it. My failure. All right. Epoch, Epic Times tweet. Once verified by the issuing state, here, here we go. Now, this is the United States now. We're out of Israel. We're out of Australia. Here's the United States. Once verified by the issuing state. The customer's ID or driver's license will be added to the wallet. Apple announced it will launch with the, with the cooperation of eight states. Yeah, I wonder what states those will be. Should we guess? You want to guess that, that two of them are New York and New Jersey? A digital version of the driver's license or state ID that can be installed on your phone. But don't worry, they'll never use that to track you or anything. Right? Never, they will never tie that, that you know what, you don't have a, if you don't get vaccinated, you don't have a driver's license. They will never do that to you, right? The Bible, COVID caving Christian, the Bible's never going to actually happen, is it? Yeah, it's going to happen. National file pick. But don't worry, Pfizer is now developing a twice per day COVID pill that must be taken alongside vaccines. It's strange, isn't it funny? The love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they've erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Don't worry, this, is, oh, this has always been about your health. Pfizer, who is basically going out of business pre-COVID, is now a multi-hundred billion dollar company, all because, funny how it worked out, they're going out of business. You have, you have Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates, vaccine board, of which Anthony Fauci sits on. Scott Gottlieb sits on Pfizer's board, is out there endlessly espousing vaccines on national television. Funny how it all works out. And now they got a pill for you that you can take. Well, they'll make billions more. Now, see, I hope I can squeeze this in. Marie Oaks, I want you to know. Here, do them side by side. I'll just yell over these. Side, side by side them and switch them. All right, this is a, this is in a, uh, a, a mall. I just, this is the you're not alone section of the show. I got the time. This is the you're not alone section. 
right here. This is in a mall in France. So they send the cops in. Go to the next one, Will. There the cops come in. And they're like, nah, we're not going to deal with you today either. So they put the cops get ushered backwards, back up the stairs where they belong. Go to the next one. Go to the next tweet. Just go to the tweet. Go to the next tweet. Tweet, tweet, tweet. There you go. John, Novak's, this is what needs to happen. This is how companies need to go right here. Have two positions for architects in Charlotte, North Carolina. Novak's required. Go to the next one. Truckers blocking roads in Australia to, to pro protest their vaccine mandates. This is what needs to happen. Don't cooperate. Civilly disrupt. Do not take that vaccine and stand firm in your faith. Love you all. God bless. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you tune in again. Listen, there's a lot of people that have come to this church from other churches, and they're barely hanging on here but the reason why they're hanging on is because their old church is dead this church scares them but they'd rather have scared than dead god's in control no he's not you are you implement the word of god or you don't god's in charge once you're dead you're in charge now. Tom, that sounds like, that sounds blasphemous. That's only because you've been taught a wrong doctrine on the sovereignty of God. Sovereignty means above all, not in control of all. If God was in control of all, we wouldn't see what we see. Who's in control of America? The God of the spirit of the air, the devil. Only by Christians taking ground recapturing territory or never surrendering territory to begin with that is the hope of america